0: Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by calling 800-411-2663 1-800-411-BOND B-O-N-D Or you can email us church at bondinfo.org church at bondinfo.org and put your name in town, name and town your emails. And I can answer your questions during this during the uh, services, all right. And good morning to everybody here. morning. Thank you guys for showing up. Um, last, the last two weeks we've been talking about Deuteron- Deuteronomy 28, about the curses and the things that happens to you when you turn away from God. And I gave examples of Detroit, Michigan, the city of Detroit, how because the people have turned away from God and toward government and they've turned toward leaders, uh, and you have young people who don't work. They're, I mean, morality is gone there. there. There are no values, and the city is a dry land right now. Everything is dried up, including the people. And um, I think I asked you guys and ladies to take a look at your own life or the situation around you to see if you could see that happening in your life. And we're also supposed to talk about some of the blessings, what would happen if you... Do the right thing if you don't turn away from God. Or if you have turned away, and you turn back to him. And uh, so I know everybody is, uh, is uh, excited about the blessings because blessings are better than curses, right? right? You'd rather think that you're blessed than to think that you're cursed. And so we're going to talk about some of the blessings first. I mean, uh, a little later. Uh, anybody have any questions about the curses? You thought about it this week or anything like that? Yes, sir.
1: Okay. I always wonder, uh, wonder that whenever uh, people hear the curses, uh, curses in Deuteronomy, they think, uh, they feel that their God, uh, that God is against them because they compare their curses with what, well, what they have in their present life. But I don't. Think, but how they react uh, react to what they fa- uh, face at the moment may determine whether uh, the moment is a blessing or a curse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people can't see what's going on, so they can't recognize what it really is. As a matter of fact, can we get that door closed right there? or somebody hear the um, As a matter of fact, I, was, I had another example of the curse, and I hate to birdie you guys with the curse. But I had a, more example, a few more examples of it because I don't think that people recognize these examples as curses. Anybody else have a more example? You guys didn't think about it. You just kind of went through your week and decided, you know what? I'll wait until Sunday to hear what Jesse has to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a word in the Bible. Uh, 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 yes, sir.
2: Two curses that come to mind right away It's people have a very hard time getting married and staying married. That's yeah. definitely a curse. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like there's such a war now between the sexes that it's difficult for there to be any. Um, any um, uh, um natural affections. It, yeah. It's, it's all just lust and anger toward each other and you know, they just
0: It is so bad that when you see a normal marriage or or now we'll forget the one that I performed with Tunisia uh, Tanisha and her husband. It was so perfect that it just stayed with me be with me because I don't see that happening anymore for the most part. Except just to the rule, of course. But most marriages, I mean, the mindset of men and women are just, it's gone now. It's messed up. Uh, So that is a curse. There's another word in the Bible that I read about, and I've heard it before. It's called, the word is reprobate mind. You heard that God said, I would give them a reprobated mind. Anybody ever heard that before? Yes. You heard that before. Uh, What does that mean, Hermes? You heard that word. Yeah, kind of a perverted mind. Perverted. Perverted? Give me an example. Um, have you thought about that before?
3: I mean, not recently, but... You I read the Bible? Read it. I have read the Bible before. Uh, kinda, uh, that word It does stick out. but It's not a word that you hear in modern times. So
0: Right. <laughs> it, it just almost faded away. You never hear it, really. Once yeah. in a while you may hear a preacher mention it, but it's not talked about.
3: Yeah, I think it's probably... What I think of it is, uh, you know, a sinful mind, a lustful mind. Is
0: that what you think it means? Yeah. Have you heard that word?
3: Twisted. No.
0: you never heard that word? I don't think so. You read the Bible? Very little. All right. Frank, you heard that word before? I have. Do you know what it means? Or what does it mean to you?
4: I always think of it as, uh, like with The the homosexuals and with the, um, the crazy, um, they think the opposite they think good is bad and bad is good and people like that think
0: the homosexuals
4: normal things are are abnormal and they want to make outlaw it. and and to me the people like that have they, they're thinking backwards they think opposite reprobate is to me when i hear that means the opposite of
2: good
0: okay can you define the word reprobate for me
2: reprobate is where you um, you not only lust for the things that destroy you, you know lust, lust, and the lust of the of the earth and the world is is what you're all about, you know gathering gathering things, anger. Um, you don't even think well on even basic stuff. You're, the priorities are yeah. messed up. The mind doesn't even function well. It's not Worthy. calm. It's you're easily upset. Um,
0: That is so perfect, perfect example. As a matter of fact, I was like uh, Francisco said. I used to think when I would hear the word reprobate, reprobated mind, I would give them a reprobated mind. I associated that with homosexuality, too. I just thought that because they were doing what they did, God just kind of turned them away and let their mind go crazy, right? But I see reprobated minds all the time now. I mean, in so many, in, in all of our lives, until you wake up, you have a reprobated mind. Right thing wrong. The things you do are wrong. When you think that you're doing the right thing, you think that you're making the right decision, that comes from that kind of mindset. Now, this homosexual thing is extreme. But I was thinking of, and I wrote down some examples that I uh, paid attention to this week, but it's not just when, you know, with homosexuality. When you're not born again of God, when you're not of the light, if you notice, Your emotions and everything is coming from that. You have doubt. You have fear. You're up and down in the way that you feel. You're dishonest. That's coming from that mindset because you're of your father, the devil. You're moody. You have doubt. Your kids are all messed up. Um, I have some examples that I I saw this week. There's this law in California now called the, um, what is it called? You know the guy that was murdered up in San Francisco? He had a harvey Milk law, and he was a politician a gay politician. They now have a law where you have to keep uh teach kids about him and, and on on may twenty second of every year they're going to be celebrating that yeah. and they're also teaching kids uh about you know homosexuality now that's a reprobate mind because they think in their mind they think that they're doing the right thing they really do think that is right to teach children that wrong is right. And and the law, you can't even take your kid out of the class that day. They have to come. And so, but that's a reprobate mind, but that's an extreme. That's another extreme. There are people who, men and women who are moving together and not married. They're living together out of wedlock. That's a reprobate mind because they think that that's going to work. Uh, Somehow or another, they think, well, we're going to test the waters. We have to do it this way to see first if we care about one another. It would never, ever, ever work. It's not going to work. But they think that it's going to work. And that's something that is prevalent with most people. I don't know about most, but so many seem to be most. that I hear it all the time now. Why are you guys moving together? Well, we want to give it a try first. You can't give a marriage a try (laughs) <laughs> a marriage is a lifetime overcoming thing. That's why it says until death do your part, through thick and thin, uh, forever and ever. It's not like some you give but the reprobate mind says, no, we have to test this out. And the thing about it, when you live that way, you live it in hell. And the devil is your father in that relationship. And it's just not going to work out. But people think it will. Isn't that a, a good example of a reprobated mind? Have you ever thought of that before? Because you think of it in an extreme, like what, you know, the gay thing. But it's much more than that. But I've never heard a preacher lay out other ways that your mind is like that. Never heard it before. Yes, sir?
2: I think the chief cornerstone, the chief indicator of a reprobate mind, the chief... Jesus is the chief of righteousness. And he's the chief cornerstone of all that is righteous, his example. Yes. But the chief cornerstone of a reprobate mind is the inability to deal with someone who has offended you without vengeance in your heart yes sir because what i told you just a a little while earlier that's the first time i've ever overcome a vengeance that was forming in my heart i've overcome it and was able to talk to him without trying to get at him when i was bringing up the issue Yes. First time I, 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 can, I
0: can really remember ever. That's another good example. I was thinking about two friends that I know. They had an argument. And it went on for days and days and days. And I'm thinking, this is a reprobated mind here. That's why God said that you should work out your problem before going to bed. Do not go to sleep with this on your mind. Because when you wake up, it's worse than it was before it really happened. And a reprobated mind person believes that they can carry this on for days and days. Because they're in darkness and they cannot see. But a mind that is not like that, that can see clearly, they know that mind understands that it, it needs to work it out right then and there. And it goes to the limit to try to get it resolved. But if you have anger, you have a reprobated mind, and you think, oh, I could carry this for days, and you really can't. It, it only God never told us that we need to hold on to anything for days and weeks and months and years. He said, get rid of it before you go to bed. Forgive right away. I will get you, man. Forgive right away. Have you noticed that? But a reprobated mind tell you, oh, that person offended me. Was, I can't believe they did this to me. I'm going to sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> I get to them and you know, I'll make them suffer. Well, I get to them in a week or two. And anybody have noticed that when you carry a stuff beyond a moment, you suffer for it? Because as uh, what was there here, it started to play on your mind and, and you start to think things that are not true but seem to be true. <coughs> the person that you loved before that incident, you now hate them. But a reprobated mind goes along with that kind of stuff. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. Yes, Jesse. That's <laughs> really amazing. That's really amazing. I'm glad to know this. You guys have no idea what you're missing. Uh, let me take this hand first. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I saw your hand first, and then here, and then I move around.
4: You know when it talks about, the reprobate mind in the Bible? What it has to do more with is uh, the soul of the person. The soul is, uh, is what tells you what's right and wrong in, your, in yourself. And God, what he does, what he did was he kind of took away the ability for them to see if, see right and wrong for themselves. And that caused them to go into this the other side. And it's something that you really have, it's what God took away from them, took a piece of their soul away and, and they were turned over to the, to the being reprobate. It's not something a, a person can really take away from themselves. Um, when, they're, when they're reprobate They
0: cannot turn back. uh, Well, I don't, and 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 that's a point that I need to think about because I'm thinking about if God's really, if God is taking this away from you or is it that you are rebelling against it? You know, like your ego is now in the way and you're just refusing to do what's right. And and I'm thinking maybe that's because you kind of always, for the most part, you always have something following you trying to let you know, you're wrong. And that's where the pain comes from. You know, you have somewhat of a conscience there. But I think about that. uh, It's food for thought. Because I noticed that when we talk to these people with reprobate minds, reprobate minds, reprobate reprobate mind, they, they overreact to the truth of what they hear. They get mad at you when you say, well, you're wrong for doing this. So it's not like they don't have a conscience there. Because it it will have to be that that's causing them to get mad. And just that they have decided for whatever reason to obey the lies that are going with what is right. And they're kind of shed off from the light, from what is right. And I think it's kind of in there, I I believe. You can't tell a person that
4: has a reprobate mind. There's no correcting them. Uh, They're absolute. they're perfectly possessed in what they believe in. And there is no there's no communicating with them to, to telling or yeah. convincing them.
0: Oh, I know. You're, you're right. Not. There are some that are gone further than others into the darkness of that yeah. mindset. Because there are people that have it, that ha- uh, have it, but yet when they hear the truth, they, they snap out of it. They're not... You know, they're not all the way into it.
4: Possessed. They're not uh, completely in it. They're doing it out of their, their habit, like people smoking or drugs. Their conscience is constantly getting to them, but until they hit bottom, then that's when it'll come to them that they can come out of it. But
3: there's yeah.
4: some who are so possessed by it that there's uh, not even God can get to them. Yeah,
0: they're God. They're, they're, they're truly of their father, the devil. And those
4: are the ones that are <laughs> reprobate.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir?
1: Well, the, the culture is a reprobate great mind. Absolutely. And especially you're a young Absolutely. person. You come to a certain place and the culture starts coming in on you to tell you, how to feel good, which is all based on reprobate mind. Yeah, And then you go with it, and you find out that it doesn't know what it told you. But were. if
0: you are of the truth, you will not go with it. You, know, you cannot go with it. But if your mindset is already there somewhat because of whatever trauma you've gone through, yes. it's easier to pull you into it, because to get that. you to believe a lie.
1: Yes, because you've been unhappy. You've yeah. got a family situation that Yes, you're unhappy. That's how you're set up for it. Yes, and the culture is going to tell you how to feel happy. So they come to that point, and the culture yeah. gives you all these reprobate mind ideas about how to feel good.
0: And that's And that's the job of the of the world to do that. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Because it is of the devil. That's right. You know, so the devil is supposed to do what it does. It's supposed to convince you that right is wrong, wrong is right. And so that's why it doesn't make sense to be mad at the world. Because they're doing what they're they're supposed to do. And so instead of being mad, why don't you overcome it so you can fight back and do what you're supposed to do as children of the light. But you can't make the world change like that by getting angry at what's going on. And that's why I think, that's why a lot of people are losing because they're getting angry at what the world is doing not realizing that it's a spiritual warfare and the world is doing it what it's supposed to do. To deceive you, to rob, to kill, to destroy you. That's the job of it. It's doing its job. Let me go here first and then here and then I can You already come.
4: said what I was gonna say. As far as I was just gonna you said what I was going
0: to say. Oh okay. Have you noticed a reprobate mind in your life at all? Yes. In what way?
4: In the way that you know, I've dealt with situations and... But I, I think what you said about... I think when people tell me, for the most part, there's been times that I'm... There's definitely times where I'm stubborn, but for the most part, I think when... If I hear the truth, and it, it, when it's about me, I think I can snap out of it pretty good.
0: You think you can? Yeah. How about you? I have think you, I have. I'm sorry?
4: I think I have snapped out of it pretty
0: good. Do you... Have you noticed... Any aspect of you having a in mind? No, behind you.
1: Um, well, that's, that's my, my history of going back through my life. I'm a young person. I'm not happy. All, somebody, somehow I get convinced to go along with the culture. The yeah. culture seems to have all the answers. I should go for it. Get in there. Feel good. Do, do the wrong thing. Forget about right and wrong. Just get what you're supposed to get. Join the culture and down the drain. Yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a road that leads to leads to destruction.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: And then it's like when you have that mindset you can see that you're on a path of destruction, pathway of destruction. But you keep thinking that you can do something else to make it better. That if I can do it this way, it'll get better. But it doesn't get better. And yeah, There's nothing there that say, Well, you know what? It's not gonna get better the way you keep trying. But it's something that keeps you trying to make the next action better, to make the situation better. And you see that you've fallen apart, but you won't give up on that idea. That's crazy. Do the same thing over and over and over and over again, thinking that you're gonna get better by doing the same thing. Isn't that crazy?
5: Definition
0: of insanity. I'm telling you. What is up, anyway? You had your hand.
5: Oh, two things. I was on my way here a little while ago. There's a billboard back there that says, Truth Hurts, Lie to (laughs) Me. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the name of a movie. (laughs) It's the
1: name of a TV
5: show.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a
5: TV show? (laughs) Yes. Wow. Yeah. And the other thing is you're talking about a- People
0: love lies.
5: Yeah, and they're proving it. You don't even have to be subtle anymore. Just straight out put it on a billboard. Yeah. There it is. Like God lives. You know, you used to see those <laughs> billboards. <laughs> yes. Um, talking about reprobate mind, and I never thought about it in regard to me, but we this was the subject when I came in. Um, what what when I was sixteen, I tried to kill myself yeah. with a blade. And um, the uh, uh, blood, you know, it sort of brought me back to reality. And my mother and father were in bed, and uh, and uh, my boyfriend was there. And he went to their bedroom, not in the bedroom, to, to their room, and uh, he told what I had done. And my mother got up, and my father never did. And all <laughs> the years following that, I always, when I would, well, a few people I told about it. I would always say my father never got up and my mother got up and got somebody to take me to the hospital. But recently I was telling the story and I realized that my father probably couldn't get up. I realized that he was probably frozen because so many things had happened. In the last two years, his mother died at age forty-nine. His oldest daughter was pregnant. His youngest daughter was pregnant, and then we were pregnant again by the next year. Wow! And then I tried to kill myself. The man probably could not get up. <laughs> you know, and I realized that. You
0: was was like, Lord, gone. let this one go. <laughs> I ain't moving. Hey. <laughs> yeah, remind so, me of-
5: God changed my mind. He let yeah.
0: me see the truth. Yeah, that's a good point too. As he was, anybody here ever tried to kill yourself, C- commit suicide? You tried to commit suicide? I contemplated
4: about
0: it. Oh, well, that's not a trying, buddy. <laughs> Everybody contemplated, <laughs> but you have never gone farther than thinking about it, right? Right. Anybody else ever done that? No, you have not lived until. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Doug. <laughs> uh, Say it again? I told them they have not lived until they try to kill themselves
6: <laughs>
0: but I tried that before but I was in love and I tried it over love I didn't want to break up with this girl and she left me and my heart was all hurting I was so lonely
5: oh, my boyfriend had just told me he was going to go with somebody
0: else he had? Nice. that's why you did it? yes yeah. but
5: at the same time I had the thought that I should kill myself to fix my mother and father I remember
0: that so cute. I think I wanted to cure myself because I thought it would make her feel bad. I thought, uh, I I'm going to, to show you. Feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that it, 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 they had. I had taken all these pills and they made me so sick. If you're going to do it, do not do it with pills. <laughs> don't do it with a razor blade either. <laughs> I don't know which is worse, the death itself or the pills.
7: You feel so bad you want to kill Oh, yourself.
0: man. Just think about it now. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're seasick or something. You know how you feel when you get seasick. Uh, yeah, you're you're feel... yeah. What
1: method
5: would you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't,
0: don't ask this <laughs> I would recommend the method that I would recommend would be to rise above it, to get over it. Because just imagine, had I killed myself, I would be miss, i would be missing life right now. I would be missing my purpose in life. Wouldn't be helping people. That, I'm, I'm glad God didn't let me die. And then that, that old gal, she's <laughs> off with some other man now anyway, not even thinking about me. <laughs> she didn't care anyhow. But but yeah, that's a reprobate mind. You can sink so low that c- killing yourself seems to be the only option you have. Isn't that amazing? Like, Christ came so we would not have to go through this. Really. He came so that we would not have to endure any of that stuff. It's unnecessary. Except for stubborn people. It will pass. But it feels like it's not going to pass when you're in that moment. It's just so crazy. It looks like it's just going to go on. And then the devil telling you how to work it out. You know what? This is going to last forever. You may want we'll to jump off into the ocean somewhere. This will never pass. And you believe the lie. Yes, John?
6: Um... I remember a couple of weeks ago, you, uh, someone, and you made the point that, uh, you just repeated that um, evil's doing what it's supposed to do. Yes. And then we were just talking here about how, um, you know, the reprobate people and cultures and family cultures. And when you're born into a family with this reprobate mentality, and um, you don't know that evil is doing what it's supposed to do, it's like everything's stacked against you. Yes. Unless you're just blessed with this scene. But, it's like you're set up to be defeated, but if, it's almost when you see that evil's doing what it's supposed to do, it's like a game. Yes. It's lighter and it, and it can go away. And if one person in that family, especially if a dad or anybody knew that and could lay it out to so simply, that, that ray of light could come in yep. and make everything um, much
0: easier. And you're absolutely right. It become a game then. It's fun. Yeah. You don't get angry at what you have to go through because you now see, you can see what's going on. This is why we have to turn the fathers back to the children and the children back to the fathers.
6: And uh, uh what was I going to say? I forgot. I just forgot what I was going to say. But uh, there was something in the Deuteronomy uh, section that you know the most blanket statement, and I was I could relate to this so much. It just said, "You will be, uh, you will, you will be like in the night, in the day. Like you will, it will be darkness in the day."
0: Too. Yes. Wow. And, and,
6: and I could see that, and it's like I just you live in a state of shock, of shock after shock, and you're just in the darkness. Yes. And then you just believe that retrobate culture all around you, and that's all you see, and you're just in that game, on that game.
0: Wow. You know, so. That is, see, this is why I want you guys and ladies to pay attention to yourself. You know, it's easy to point out everybody else and talk about how bad the world is and you know, who, and, and you notice that when people speak, they tend to speak about others. They never really speak about themselves and what's going on because that ego won't let you really go public about yourself, but you see it with a sense of pride and talk about everybody else. But when you start paying attention to yourself, you start seeing those things, and that's when you go free. You start to see, that's why the most powerful thing you can do is to know yourself. Know thyself And you start to wake up and you see what's going on around you and you deal with it. It's not like you ignore what's going on with other people, but you gotta put your eyes on yourself and keep them there. And you gotta see everything around you. But you have a different relationship and a different response to it. That makes sense? (coughs) That's why most of you come here on Sundays and you have nothing. It's like you went through the week with no life. No challenges, no nothing. You just come to hear the preacher because your eyes are on somebody else instead of being on yourself. You're mad at everybody else but yourself. You know what I mean? You're supposed to come with something. It's like going to a party. Don't you hate those folks that come to your parties? They never bring a bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen those kind of people? Yeah. And they, they eat more than anybody else. And then when they leave, they have a big plate in their arms. In their arms. <laughs> but they didn't even bring a small bottle of wine. It's amazing how that is. And so that's how people do it when they go to church. They go to church, they never bring a bottle of wine to church. They just want to drink a bottle the preacher's Take care wine. <laughs> of that <part> next week. <laughs> they just want to break, drink up the preacher's wine. You know? And you got to wake up, folks. As John said, it becomes fun when you wake up. It really does. It be, can you imagine living a fun, spiritual life? Yeah. It, and it's challenging, but it is fun because you can see what's going on. You've got to wake up. Don't drink up all the preacher's wine. <laughs> yes, sir.
6: About the, um, I can't remember what the word you said. this. Reprobate. Reprobate. Uh, I just discovered that, you know, as far as reprobation is concerned, it's all, it's in your mind. In other words, you're you're like delving into, say for example, if you've been falsely accused of something here, and you can't resolve it with somebody who doesn't want to talk to you or anything like that, it just, it, it just holds in you, it just holds a grudge against it, and the, that is coming from you're putting the relationship to that person way too important. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. You just and it, want let go. And it's, it comes from it's, becoming angry about the situation, exactly. too. Exactly. If you don't get angry, if you don't become resentful about it, that right. mindset would not set in.
6: Right. And it's the moment when I stood still and realized that, that it's all about letting, life is all about letting go and not letting, and not hanging on. Yes. That's when it passes.
0: Yes. So one thing, you're, And you're right about that you got to rise above it. Exactly. you got to be still I was and in, rise above it.
7: I was in hell, really. Yeah.
0: So. That's what it is. Yeah. People with that dark mindset uh, are in hell. They are in hell. Let me just ask, say something to you that you said, John, and then I'll get to the rest of you guys. Um, you're right. If fathers or mothers or both were to have that mindset, that clear mind, and, uh, and the kids would look at them and follow that mindset, they wouldn't go so, you know, for it. They still have to go a little bit yeah. because we all sin, you know, come short, we need to repent. But it wouldn't be as dramatic, 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 and it wouldn't last as long in your life. You'll overcome it sooner right. rather than later. But when you come into a dark family like that, it's a setup. As a matter of fact, they'll put your light out as a kid, you know, because those type of people they can't even handle the innocence of children, being honest with them and you know, seeing what's wrong and expressing themselves. So they end up putting out your light and you end up becoming like them.
6: Right, and somehow on that note, things are the way they are and it's the way they're, I guess, supposed to be. And so it's another, to, to, to understand that is another.
0: <laughs> well, it's not supposed to be that way anymore. Okay. Now, it's gonna be that way a little bit, but not to the extreme that we have today. Okay. And that's why we got to wake up men.
6: Yeah, I see that.
0: Because the man is the light of the family. Now, if his light is out, he's the darkness of the family. It's really inside of him. So we got to wake men up. It is not supposed to be this way.
6: uh, You know, when you confront a a father about uh, speaking the truth to their children or to anybody, yeah. it's just like, again, the reprobate culture, Just oh, it's just not the thing to do. It's all running on good feelings. Yes, And, uh, um, you know, you say so much about the black culture and the white culture. It's just, I just look like we're on the slippery slope of people just yeah. schmoozing each other. And those fathers, that, that father figure that's so important is just, is, is much a part of it. And oftentimes I see the the wives, they're, they if, they, if they are in the presence and I say that to them, I see this little glimmer of them, but they want to latch and, you know, smother that too. Yes. But I can see they, it's like they panic. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: I was talking to uh, someone the other day. They were telling me that, uh, well, he was telling me that a friend of his, they went out on this double date, and he introduced his friend to this girl, young lady, and apparently she's pretty, you know, in the physical. And the guy said to the girl, in front of everybody, that he felt so intimidated around her. And he said that when she said, when he said to this girl, "I feel so intimidated around you," he felt like slapping to his friend. So don't you ever say that in front of a woman again. I'm intimidated around you. You ever heard a man say that before? The worst thing. The worst thing. Well, there are many worse things. <laughs> But the worst thing a man can say to a woman is I feel intimidated around you. It is the worst thing. Why? Because she's going to pull out a knife and cut his weak throat. Because <laughs> all he's saying is, I'm sorry? He
8: said it to a, to a friend.
0: He said it to all of them together. He said it out
8: loud to the whole
0: group. Right, he said it out loud to the whole group. They were talking to his dates. She's so pretty that he feels intimidated around her.
8: That I means she probably won't like him anyway.
0: Really? Not after that she won't.
6: <laughs>
0: She's going to take his money and head for the hills <laughs> and go buy her other boyfriend some drinks. But guys, never say that. If you feel intimidated, keep it to yourself. Wait till you get home and tell your, your male friends about it. Isn't that right? A man should never say that to a woman. Never say I feel intimidated around a woman. It doesn't make sense. You know that man
5: stuff. I don't, I don't see the significance. I don't get the significance that
0: you're... A- about saying don't say to a yeah. woman I feel intimidated? Because women hate weak men. And, and there is not, no reason to feel intimidated around a woman if you're a man. It should be the other way around. If anybody going to feel intimidated, it's the, the weak investor. But is there a
8: difference in the feeling?
0: Isn't it feeling? Well, an uh, intimidated man around a woman feel like a woman. Mm-hmm. he feels like a woman. But
5: if, you, if I'm intim- intimidated by a man, I, I, don't,
8: I can't be myself then either. Right. It's really no difference in
5: the sense.
0: Right, that's what I said. That's why I say he is a woman. Mm-hmm. A woman shouldn't feel that way either, but if anybody's going to feel that way, I'm getting off the subject here, but <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that's a point along the way here. That's a reprobated mind. That's a good example of a reprobated mind. He's a, when a man is afraid of a woman, he's afraid of mama. That's what that is. Oh, okay, I get it. That makes sense. I get it. Yeah, he's afraid of mama. Mama may get mad. Mama may not may not give him what he wants. You know, mama this, mama that. It's mama all over. Anyway, I'm deviating a little bit because I hate weak men. I don't hate them. I mean, I just don't accept it. Yes, you want to respond to the weak man thing.
1: If he says, I'm, I'm intimidated by you, he's calling on mama to say, don't be intimidated. Yes. Be nice to me. Oh, okay. He's saying, be nice to me. I'm intimidated. <laughs>
0: that is so true. And uh, fortunately, this wasn't a black woman. It was, a, uh, I think, a Hispanic woman, so she didn't call him baby. <laughs> he better be glad it wasn't a black woman. She would have said, said, oh, baby, don't be intimidated." <laughs> mama love you, baby. Hmm. Anyway, uh, let's move on. I forgot where I was now. Uh, you know what? I saw this young man first, and then this young man, and then you. Fine. Yes, sir. You you forgot what you had to say now. I was talking
4: about reprobate mind. Yes, the reprobate mind is uh, it's more of a person that lacks a soul, and uh, once once you lack a soul, you have nothing to to fight against what's what you're doing, and you're just more turned over to it, and it's. You're, you're totally consumed by your passions.
0: It's a disconnection from God. Your soul has been disconnected. It's like you plugged into a socket, you pulled the socket out, and darkness came. That's exactly what happened. And
4: Before you're, before you're uh, uh, a person that's born with a soul, they're going to they're gonna live in the world and they're going to do whatever, whatever they, they do. They do their wrong and they're going to have conflict with it the conflict is their soul telling them this is not right, yeah. and, and they'll, they'll have to—they have to suffer through that until they're saved. And then, when they're saved, then they, they can overcome. They, they're overcome by it. But a person that's reprobate, there is no saving them. You cannot save them. They're completely—well,
0: uh, not completely gone. Uh, there is—there is hope. Well, no it's just that they have not—they have not been guided in the right way. They have gotten so far into it. But there are people with that mindset, and they just don't know how. They don't know what the key is to overcoming it. Well, the, so I don't want to give the impression that they are just lost forever. Well, I'm talking about, but otherwise, there would be so many people I would not have been able to help along the way over the last twenty years.
4: Well, I'm talking about the ones without a soul. You cannot save a person. You can't save anybody. It's God that, the light that they're revealed by God that allows them to see, and then God saves them. You have no power in saving. them. Someone else.
0: Well, and, so,
4: and the ones that God takes their soul away.
0: Well, let me just no say this: them. It's not up to us to determine who have a soul, who has a soul, or who don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to us to let God work through us. We be that living example, and then He will determine. Because you're right, there are some people out there who are just of their father the devil, and that's it. But we, we don't know that. We can't really know that unless you allow us to see it in some kind of way. But we just have a responsibility to just live this way, you know, be that perfect example so that when the person who is lost or people who are lost, they see that example, they are recognize it and those are the ones that we're trying to reach. Now, yes, there are people like that, but it's not part of my thinking, you know. We shouldn't be thinking about that because what will happen, you'll find yourself going out there trying to point out to people with the soul and the one that don't have it, and you really just don't know. Because I've seen people come around that, you, you know, you're just shocked that they were able to. It just, when you listen to them and when you saw their actions, you never would imagine that the truth would have awakened them, you know? So I don't want people to have that kind of mindset.
4: And you're looking... You're, you're, what, that's why it says you should not judge, because in right. you're looking, you had judged them one way, yep. and then and you're looking and, and judging them, and it's the way of condemning them. That's why it's so important not even to to even to look that way, because in your looking, you're judging.
0: Yeah, keep your eyes on yourself. Uh, you have your hand up, Ed, for a while.
7: Yeah, um, one of the things I notice about when you're doing something that's wrong, you often depend on your own will. You you you're convinced that you have the answer, and you double down and double down.
0: You you, notice that about yourself?
7: I do specifically. Yeah. And the whole idea of you know rising above is interesting because unless you let go, you're going to get stuck down there. Yes. Can't let you can't rise above unless you let go of what's holding you down. Yeah. But your willpower to me, my willpower, when I'm when I'm when I'm noticing I'm using that a lot, (laughs) I go uh oh. Careful here. Yeah. you're doing it again and that that helps a lot to just stop
0: your that. willpower will get you killed well yeah. you'll kill yourself because I, that willpower is of the devil that's his nature that's his ego
7: But that's exactly what the world tells you is okay to use yes uh you know use your own force of will your own whatever it is yeah uh, and it's interesting to watch that and yes you do feel it's interesting how you said that It'll get you killed, but it'll will help you kill yourself. Yes. Because you feel the life going out of you. Yep. Little by little, and pretty soon you're nothing but a dry husk. It's <laughs> That's funny. right. It's funny to watch.
0: And people are—they are being taught—they are being taught to do that—to use your will, will it to be. Just keep trying.
7: Keep trying. Keep find doing some books on it. Go yeah.
0: This. Read about it.
7: Give yourself affirmations every
0: morning. <laughs> Wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and see how wonderful you are. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm, I hear Christians go, they get up in the morning and they stand in front of the mirror. And they say, I am perfectly made. Wow. I am made in his image. I am powerful in the name of Jesus. They, they, they say these things because the preacher tells them to get up every morning, look at yourself and say how wonderful you are. And the moment they walk out of the door, they're wiped out just like that. The first wrong look, they're done for the rest of the day. Then they got to run in the bathroom all day at lunchtime and <laughs> repeat it. <laughs> During every little break they get, they got to go back and tell themselves when they could just simply live. You can't convince yourself that you're wonderful because you're not wonderful. You can't convince yourself of a lie because you have to keep telling yourself that. The same thing when you tell yourself you're not wonderful. You're not supposed to go around telling yourself how awful you are. You, now you've got to convince yourself you're not awful. You just live your life. Just simply live. Isn't that amazing? Yes, sir. Um,
2: yeah, the, that was a good point you made about you, shouldn't, uh, you cannot know who is savable and who isn't. Yeah, because the religious leaders of the day who went out of their way to crucify Christ um, and Judas who betrayed him and all those people who he came across who uh, wanted to stone him and, and, and kill him, um, they were exactly like Paul. Paul was exactly like them. Yeah. And, and he was one of the leaders in persecuting the Christians afterwards. And he was around during the time of Christ. He had nothing to do with them. And um, yet God chose, this is why, you know, it, the good book says that we are elected. And for, for whatever reason he found in Paul, um, he chose to make him A vessel, and he was really gone. I mean, as far as people being gone, he he was as gone as those guys, as the ones who crucified Christ. And yet, he was, you know, he required such a such a um,
0: make a long story short for us, please.
2: Yeah, he required such a uh, uh, an intervention that Christ Himself had to come to him. He was so low down there, and uh, but nobody is unsavable to God. It's just whom He chooses based on his own secret.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't want you to have a mindset that, you know, look at Jojo. Jojo is just gone. You know, I'm just not going to even try with Jojo because they're in hell. And I, even though I know what you mean, people mind, they pick up this stuff, and they, they think God is telling them this, and they'll go around, you know, thinking that about it. Most people, oh, look how bad that person is. Ain't no way God got to be, you know, I want that person saved. You just can't make that decision. It is up to God. It's really up to Christ. uh, That's right. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Had you seen me like 20 years prior to now, you'd be thinking, you know what? Just is on his way to hell. (laughs) Let that guy go. His mind is reprobated to the core. You just have to be a, a limited example of what is right. I'm telling you, you can't make the decision. And God will allow you to see it, though. Whatever you need to see about whatever, he will allow you to see it. Y- you will know. Yes, ma'am.
8: Yeah, you said just, um, just live your life. I know I've said this before, and I've, I just haven't got it yet. Yes. Um, and
0: be patient with yourself, too. What does
8: that mean? I, mean, it's, I Ask
0: your question first, and then I'll go to that. Well,
8: that, that's what I was going to ask. What does that mean?
0: To be patient with yourself?
8: No, to just live your life. Oh, Because on one hand... You know, you, you don't want to have a reprobate mind. And I know you can't will yourself to have it or not. Right. But you want to be still and you want to listen and you want to hear. Um, but on the other hand, like you say, you know, you have to live your life. You have to stop meditating <coughs> at some point. You have to live your life.
0: You have to stop what?
8: Meditating at some point. Why? Well, for the day, for the moment, you know. You, I mean, you can't meditate all day.
0: Oh, you mean like sit still and everything? Right. right,
8: right. You have, to, you have to live. So how do you know that the decisions that you're making, uh, because if you have a reprimand in mind, you think that good is evil and evil right. is good, you know. So oh. how do you know the decisions that you have to make that day
6: are the
0: Very good question. I love it. John want to respond, and Patrick, and then I will. They both raised their hands, so I'll let them respond.
6: My answer uh, to that, for those of us who are stubborn, I'm rather stubborn um, is you know what, there's sitting still and letting go and being patient. It, it it sort of strikes this note in me of being really calm all the time, and I avoided a lot in my life by just just avoiding and sort of being calm, yeah. being casual, going along with things, yeah. harboring and then harboring all that repressed stuff. And um, so learning to be um, competitive as life often requires you to do and um, um, and just being active and engaging, going after what you have to do. I think it requires um, taking chances where you, 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 know, you, might ha- you might use your ego, but by being open to learning about yourself, you can't be afraid of trying things, making mistakes, failing, but learning from the situation. Yeah. So you can start knowing yourself and separating yourself from that ego it, it, and, and feel the pain of it. And knowing what works and what doesn't work. Um, because you can be like, okay, I'm going to handle the situation. And then you can do too much and be a slave. Yeah. And uh, somewhere in there, uh, I think you just have to not be
1: afraid of making mistakes. That's my best answer.
0: Okay. Yes, Pat.
1: I found there's no difference between prayer and life itself. In terms of watching, there's no difference. So it's not like you put this hat away and then go on to your day and do something different. You have the same awareness as you go to your day and to see what you're doing. There is no way, if you, if you do put it aside and go through your day without awareness, then you are a reprobate mind without chance of, of, of being saved.
0: Or do you want to respond to that? I
7: like what he said.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I yes, sir. Um, Long story short because of time. I
2: will the reprobate mind another way of saying a reprobate mind is to say a mind that's filled with vengeance and anger and when you have that as your as as your spirit that that's sh- that's going to be your response so when you feel sorry for yourself that you're not getting it you know you're not getting the answer to live right it's because you have this vengeance in your heart about God he's not treating you right he should be giving you this and the vengeful mind just affects everything. It, 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 it has different symptoms like anxiety and fear and all this stuff, but it's a vengeful, angry mind that, that is, is really what you're running off of toward God and everybody else, yourself included.
0: Um, I'm going to give you an example of what, everything that's been said, and, and John's going to come up and be my reprobated mind. Come and be my reprobated mind for me. John, what do you want me to do? come up here and be my dark mind. Yeah, come on real fast. Right, he's just going to be a... a, a okay, don't take my mind. Huh? Uh, this is my reprobated mind. He's a dark mind. I'm going to just say out loud what I'm going to do, and you're going to be my, the reprobated mind and tell me how it's not going to work. All right? He's going to tell me all the negative about what's going to happen. Okay. Um, first, what I do, I get up in the morning and I sit quietly and 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 just you know close my eyes, relax, and have the prayer time, so that I can become conscious of this mindset that not, that's not mine. Okay, and then um, the moment I I'm done, even even sometimes when I am sitting there and praying, this mindset is still talking to me. Oh, well, you know, you don't. feel... What do you normally say to me when I'm sitting there with my eyes closed praying?
6: Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Closer. Gotta gonna come come do closer. you
0: got to come closer. Uh huh. Come closer. Because i here on the mic. Come on. Come what on, are you going to do uh, Oh, today? dark man. You get closer <laughs> to me when I'm praying. Right, right. So, what do you say to me while I'm sitting there like this? Said, so, said, uh, What are you
6: going to do today and how are you going to do it?
0: Yes. He's talking to me why I'm sitting there but the beauty is I can see him talking to me. I recognize that voice as not being the voice of my creator and so in order to and because I recognize it it prevents me from believing in it. That makes sense? Even while I'm sitting there and what else do you say to me while I'm sitting there?
6: You're not doing this right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> see? This is a good dark mind. <laughs> You, you, have, have, have he ever said that to you while you're sitting there? Yeah. You're, anybody else? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not doing it right. One other thing you say to me, just one other example, dark mind. You're kidding yourself. Yes. But the beauty is you are now separated from that dark mind, just as he is separated from me now, and you can see it. And so when you're done praying, you know, by just sitting down, when you're ready to start your day, you're done you're still in that mindset, in that, as you call it, meditative mindset. You're still conscious. It's not like you have stopped being conscious because prayer time is over. When God said that we should pray without ceasing. So what he's saying is that he wants you to have that mindset all day long, all the time. Now, you're going to go in and out because you're like a little child growing. So you're going to go in and out of it, but you're now growing with this mindset. But the dark mind is still talking to you, you know, during the day. Like, for example, I got to go do my radio show. I got to rush to the studio. And you say what to me, dark mind?
6: You're not going to know what to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 so now I'm, I'm, I'm moving about. I'm going, you know, getting to my shower, whatever I do, getting ready for my day. And I, and I can see this mind telling me that I'm going to fail with the radio show today. You know, no callers or, no, you know, the guests won't show up or, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that right, Dark Murray? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But the beauty is now that I've sat still, my spirit can recognize my non-self. So you're constantly in a prayerful mindset. That makes sense? Yes. Thank you, Dark Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Did that help? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's how it works. That was good. And I think a lot of people think that, just because they are awake that they are no longer going to have this other mindset coming after them. The thing that's not you. I think that people think that fade away completely. Yes, ma'am.
5: I think people do I agree with you because the battle is in the mind. Yes. That's where it
0: is. It's in the mind.
5: That's the battlefield.
0: So and just so- because you are awake you have a waking, that doesn't mean that the devil going to go sit down. Okay, they recognize my voice. I'm going to go and take a break. The old dark mind still talk to you to get you to feel things and think things that are not true. Did that help a little bit? Yes. A little bit.
8: My question is how the decisions that we have to make, um, how do we know that they're...
0: Oh, okay. The decisions that you have to make, when you're in this mindset, you're awake, things come. You know, things happen, so you have to see what to do about them. You know, you'll see that, well, i got to make a left turn here because where I'm going is at the end of the road. Or oh, I need to work out this report. You know, like, things happen so that you can work on them. You know, your next step is shown to you what to do. Situations happen, and if you stay still, you can see how to work out those situations. So you don't have to make decisions. That's tough. that's you don't get that,
8: not
0: yet. Well, just be patient. You're a tough cookie, but <laughs> just be patient. Really, just be patient, and when it happens, you're gonna fly like a bird. You really will. Yes.
5: I, I just wanted to tell you, too, Larisse, that um, it seems like you
8: have a worry about the decision as well. It's not the the worry, and that's. Maybe that's what worries me that I don't worry about yeah. it. But <laughs> I know that, you know, a, a decision needs to be made. I mean, it's been two years. A decision we, needs to but, be made. But that's
5: still
0: oh, you have a two-year decision that. that you need the to make a decision minds about? The
8: dark mind is telling you that. The dark so, mind is telling me I have to make I a decision?
0: Mean, let you. me ask you something. So you have something that's been going on in your life for two years that you have not made a decision about? Yes. Okay, well, we need to talk in private about that. And I'll show you how to make it. I'll let you see what's going on. I bet it's right at hand.
8: It probably it's is. It's going
0: to take me 10 seconds to tell you what it is. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I think that people think part of waking up mean, means that you're not going to have these thoughts uh-huh. still coming at you. It's like they're, they're out here now instead of being one with you. But they still come. And you still get into them sometime and feel a certain way, feel like a failure, feel like you're not saved. So I think people think that, that you know, those things fade away once you wake up. Yes, sir. I just wanted to say quickly, what you did with, with the him and the dark mind was really, really good. Most of the people are unconscious. The people that you go out with, that's the way they think. That's what you're dealing with. This is a, might be a good take if you ever could make it. So yeah, that was a good example of a dark mind. Thank you, sir. You really played that role well. <laughs> yes, sir.
3: <laughs> okay, so you have that battle going on in the mind? Yes. What about that battle that's going on in your soul? I know it's like there's times when I'm in a situation, I can feel the urge to, I can literally see what, what it looks like, my soul and the ego self. And in that moment of, of, of uh, being still, I can see the two almost clashing and the ego self wanting to run away.
0: I would recommend you see a psychiatrist. <laughs> 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 Just,
7: um, you
3: understand what I'm saying? Let's say you're in a, I'm in a situation and I'm uncomfortable, whatever, <laughs> you know, the pressure. And I could, I could be still, and in that moment of stillness, I could feel the pull to kind of, you know, get away from that situation. It's almost like there's heat and there's fire, and then I see the ego self wanting to run away from that. What feels, you know, that stillness feels like it feels like heat and fire, at least to me when right. I'm in that situation. How much of a face? So it's like to, you know, so you have the mind, but what about that? I don't
0: know, maybe it's a statement, not necessarily a question. I'm mean, going to have to pray on that one. <laughs> I don't understand that one. Because I don't understand, understand it. That? No, because I don't feel my soul being at battle with anything. He,
1: his identification is with the ego. Right. More, so that's where his world is, so that's what he's really feeling. It's just it's an example for you to realize I'm ego-identified. Right.
0: You know, and I'm out of time. We provide counseling. Get a copy of Be Still and Know. If you have any questions, call me at 800-411-BOND. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you,
1: guys. For more information or to purchase a copy of this show, visit us on the web at www.bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-BOND.